This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. When we start our week off with the Lord, it makes all of the difference. Incredibly makes a huge difference. So why do you think you don't do it? Like what's the resistance? You know what I mean? Like the the thing, do you, do you forget? Do you not have a deep recognition of the importance of it? Do you feel like, I've got too much to do. I don't have time for it. I've just got to jump in and start going, you know, especially on Mondays. Well, today I want to share with you some scriptures and prayers to help you out on those kinds of days, especially Mondays. Obviously, the word of God can be absorbed any day of the week. So (laughs) use this when you need it. But I'm thinking about it in the context of Monday because there's so much going on in Mondays, like to get ready for the week and all of the the pressure and it's I I always think on Sunday, man, I need I need another. <laughs> and that comes down to the ability to practice the Sabbath and actually take rest by trusting in the Lord, which is a future episode. But let's talk about how you handle the fact that you've got all these deadlines and decisions and a house to take care of, people to take care of. And how, you know, sometimes nothing in front of you is smooth and streamlined for a very long season before it all changes. Like you think you have it figured out and then suddenly something changes and what do they say, like throws a wrench in the something or other. Anyway, (laughs) there are probably some really hard things thrown in the mix of that also that the heavy things that sit on your shoulders and in your heart while you're trying to carry all of these responsibilities you have. So I'm going to share these scriptures and prayers with you with the intention of reminding you that a week with peace, a week with hope, and a week of clarity are possible. But it does require you to be part of that. It requires your decision to step into the peace and hope and clarity. I'm also making this like a free download of all of the scriptures and the prayer in the, it's available in the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. So if you're not in there with us yet, join, and then you just go to the files tab and you find a bunch of free resources, including this, okay? I also want to direct you back to episode 153, where I talk about the prayer of Jabez from 1 Chronicles 4, 9 and 10. I have this penned note on my computer that's like a running list of things to focus on or remember, right? It's, it's not a to-do list. It's things that need attention from my spirit and my soul. Things to set my mind on, help keep my focus locked into and such. So at the very top of that is this prayer. God of Israel, I ask you to bless me, my family, and my work. And please enlarge my border and spread my influence. I ask for your hand to be with me and on all I do. I ask you to keep harm and evil from finding me and mine and to help me live in a way that doesn't cause pain. And thank you for granting me what I ask. 
That's my version of the prayer of Jabez. That's how I, I ask God to bring blessing, protection, and use me, right? So this note also has a quote I found somewhere, which it only had the attached initials of AG uh, to tell me who wrote it. So if that's you, let me know. <laughs> it said, I am learning to love the sound of my feet walking away from things not meant for me. Okay, that just speaks to my essentialist heart. So take that and find AG and say, thank you, AG, for giving me language to remind me to love walking away from something that's not meant for me. It's okay. No FOMO. That's my thing. No FOMO. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the word today. First, the these scriptures are just focused on rejoicing. So Psalm 118.24. And again, let's just back up. For those of you who are like, oh, I wish I could write this down. Just get in the Facebook group and print it out. <laughs> There's going to be too much for you to write this down and take notes. So go just print it out and you'll be happy. Psalm 118.24. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And if any of you remember bullfrogs and butterflies, that was, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. <laughs> Were any of you like a kid in the 70s that <laughs> had the bullfrogs and butterflies um, albums? Because I still have the actual album I grew up with that can be played on my tiny little very cool retro record player. But let's start with this decision to rejoice. What is the definition of rejoice, right? So I asked my friend, friend uh, Miriam uh, Webster, and she said it's to feel or show great joy or delight. If you know about the pearl practice that I use, I talk about it back in episode six, way back in the day, you know that your thoughts are connected to your feelings and they inform your actions. So you can see that to feel or show great joy or delight means you have to think about great joy or delight. You have to actually think about the great joy it is that you have been saved, the great delight you have in God, the joy and the delight that he has brought to your life in front of you when you focus on all the things you don't have in all the ways that life isn't the way you thought it should be or you deserve, you can't see the joy or delight, so you're not rejoicing. So you actually have to lead yourself to rejoice. You don't actually have to feel it. You have to believe it. And that thought, that thought uh, setting your eyes on the things above, right, and changing your mind, that will lead to feeling it. Psalm 5, 11 and 12 says, let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them that all who love your name may be filled with joy. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. And I want I want a shield of love around me. Do you? Right? Now I want to talk about like that new day. Lamentations 3, 22 and th to 24. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions, they never fail. They are new every morning because great is his faithfulness. 
The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, will I hope in him. Okay, I love this. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Listen, the soul nature does not say the Lord is my portion without a renewed mind. The renewed mind, the one that says I'm focused on him. That kind of soul that's being led by the spirit, that soul is going to say the Lord is my portion. So I hope in him. This again is your responsibility to say the Lord is my portion. Anytime you feel you don't have your portion, you have to remind yourself the Lord is your portion. Psalm 5.3 says, my voice shall hear, shall you hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto you, and I will look up. I will look up in the morning. <laughs> do you look up in the morning? Is that the first thing you do? Or what are you thinking on, right? Then God's favor. Let's talk about number 6, 24 to 25. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. And be gracious to you. This is my favorite. I love this one. I want this, right? And I just pray that over you, that you, the Lord is blessing you. He is keeping you and causing his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And I bless you to have eyes and ears to see and hear that that is truth today, no matter what you're in the middle of. Psalm 90 verse 17 says, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. It double it it repeats it. <laughs> the favor of God and the establishment of the work of our hands because of the favor of God on our lives. And Psalm 512 says, Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as a shield. He is the shield, shield of love, shield of protection, shield of favor, shield of hope. He is the shield. Do you think about how often you wish you were feeling protected throughout the day? Well, remember, he's the shield. A shield is not a defensive, um, oh, I'm sorry, it's, it's a defensive weapon. It's going to defend you. He is your shield, okay? It's, it's not the sword, it's the shield. And you have one. His name is Jesus. Let's talk about trust for a second. Psalm 143, verse 8, cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to thee. Okay, yes, I trust in you, God. And that means I'm asking you, cause me to know the way I should walk. I'm asking you, God, because I trust you, which way should I go? And Philippians 4, 6 to 7, we've all know this one. And then it's funny that in our culture today, we know this, but we don't live it, right? So here's the reminder. Don't be anxious. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, maybe he didn't say it that way. Do not be anxious about anything. That won't make you anxious when I talk that way. Don't be anxious. That probably makes you anxious. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all of your understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Okay, 
don't be anxious is a command. He literally, he's not telling you it's a good idea. I'm not, listen, listen, Linda, hear me. I'm not telling you anxiety is always within your control, but I am telling you a lot of the anxiety you experience is following the thoughts you have set your mind on. And where you have control over these things, you need to rise up and lead yourself well. Okay? He's telling you in this scripture what to do instead. Don't be anxious about anything. 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 But instead, in everything, use prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving to let your request be made known to God, which you know what that means? Talk to him. Just go talk to him. Go talk to your dad. And the peace that your dad brings you, which is far, far surpasses anything you can completely imagine, fathom, comprehend, that peace will guard your heart and your mind. Why? Because of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Let's stand. First Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him for he cares about you. He cares for you, friend. What is happening in your life that you need to cast upon him? Bring to the foot of the cross and let him carry. Psalm 143, 8, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I've put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. For to you, I lift up my soul. There it is again. We're lifting up our soul, bringing our soul to the cross, bringing our soul to the Savior, asking the Spirit of God within us to rise up and lead our soul because we have trust in the one who is trustworthy. Now, I know that if you have a family, you have a job, you have school, um, you have decisions to make, you need direction. So let's start there with Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. So, okay, stop leaning on your own, your own mind, your own um, ability, your own strength, your own way. Stop trusting on that, trusting in it and leaning on that. Like, think about that. Don't lean on it. It is not a, a support you can trust. Think about, okay, we have an island in our kitchen. And it's it's kind of like the person who redid the kitchen put these countertops in <laughs> those granite, granite countertops. And then just rigged together like this, I don't know, this island with cabinets that match the cabinets but it's an interesting like a cabinet kind of glued to the back of a cabinet <laughs> and then more of the same countertop put together and then it's put on wheels <laughs> and so it's kind of funny because every time like we don't lean on this because our brains are like you can't lean on that <laughs> it will move it is on wheels and even when the wheels are locked it still shifts right so whenever we have new guests that have never been to the house, <laughs> they just 
I don't know. I guess I'm at the point of laughing now because I forget to tell people. I try to remember. <laughs> I try. I promise I do. But sometimes people just, they lean on the island as if it's, I, I don't know, a wall. <laughs> like sometimes people put their whole weight on that thing. <laughs> They're like, I just got to, like they want to lay down and take a nap or something. <laughs> and I'm like, this is my food island. And then it just like goes off in front of them. And we're always, every single time for three years that we've lived here, I'm always taken off guard like, whoa, (laughs) what just happened? I'm not surprised that the island moved because I know it's not supportive. I'm surprised they decided to lean on it that hard. (laughs) That's what shocks me. (laughs) And then I'm always like, oh my gosh, so sorry. Are you okay? Leaning on your own understanding is like leaning on something that is built to move. It's not built to be a supportive structure, but the Lord is. He is your support. He is your solid structure. He is the wall that will refuse to budge. Okay. Proverbs 16, 3, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. There you go. You want direction? Commit your work to the Lord. Now, commitment is a major thing. Like you've got to have learn how to be committed. You make committed decisions. And then when you have belief, decisions, and commitment, you become a powerful story maker. I promise you. And your plans will be established. Matthew 6.33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness let's say it again, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all the things, all the things will be given to you as well. In my version, in my mind, it says all dot these dot things dot. (laughs) So his kingdom, his righteousness. When you find out you're seeking your kingdom and your righteousness, just repent and ask him to help you. It's really that simple. Forgive yourself and move on. And all the things will be given to you as well. And James 1, five. if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, it will be given to him. Amen. I love wisdom. That's my favorite. Favorite flavor, wisdom. Laboring for God. Let's talk about that. 1 Corinthians 15.58. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. Thank you, God. <laughs> Colossians 3.17. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the God, the Father through him. Galatians 6.9. Let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we don't lose heart. I'm telling you, this is something you have to hold on to, especially if you're a mama. Don't grow weary while you're doing good, you will reap if you don't lose heart. Decide not to lose heart. There you go. Turn that around if we do not and decide I will not lose heart. I don't care if it's a prodigal. I don't care if it's a disease. I will not lose heart. Okay. Colossians 3.23. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, especially Today in social media and in marketing, if that's in your if that's in your wheelhouse and that's what you're doing, do it as into the Lord, not to men. 
That is going to keep you on track, friend. Let's talk about hope. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, they're the plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Ephesians 1, 5, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. I'm just going to tell you that is a scripture of hope. He decided before you ever thought about it, he decided in advance to adopt you and his family. Come on, that preaches. He adopted you into his family. There's nothing more you need. There's like, that is an all-encompassing truth right there that tells you everything else. It's what he wanted to do. It gave him great pleasure to adopt you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but some of us don't feel like mom and dad wanted us. <laughs> at least not all the time. He did. Your heavenly father wanted to adopt you. It still today gives him great pleasure that he adopted you. And the love of God to 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Are you living in the love or are you leaning on the fear? First John 4.18, there is no fear in love. They're opposite. They're east from west. But perfect love, the Bible didn't say that last part, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And the one who fears is not made perfect in love. The enemy has no authority because Jesus took it all back. He has limited power, but he loves punishment. The perfect love that is full of authority has full power. It drives out the no authority, limited power, punishing enemy. Okay? And the one, if you are in the fear, then you haven't been made perfect in love. Psalm 36, 5 through 7. Your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice like the ocean depths. You care for people and animals alike, O Lord. And how precious is your unfailing love. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. Now let's talk about self-leadership. Because you know that's important to me. Psalm nineteen fourteen. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Ephesians 6.11, put on the whole armor of God so you can stand against the schemes of the devil. Proverbs 3.1-4, my son, don't forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life for many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you'll win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Psalm 51.10 Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 42.11 Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. I'm just saying... Where do you need to take the responsibility for your soul today? Where 
the words that you speak, the things you meditate on, think on, feel, and the armor of it. Like, how are you doing what you can to put on the whole armor and like protect yourself because of God gave you what is needed to protect you? And are you forgetting his teaching? Are you keeping his commands in your heart? And are you letting um, love and faithfulness be bound around your neck and written on the tablet of your heart? Like, that. this is stuff that you can do, that you need to do. You need to ask God to create a clean heart and renew a right spirit within you. And you need to speak to your soul. Why are you downcast and disturbed? Come on, soul. Put your hope in God. Praise him. He's your savior. He's your God. This is your responsibility. It's not somebody else's. And Jesus is not going to show up all day long and speak these things to you. He gave you the word and the spirit of God lives within you and you have the mind of Christ. So it is your job to rise up and speak to your soul. No more being downcast. No more disturbing. No more disappointment. Let's stop living like this. It's not fun. Soul, fun or no fun? Oh, my soul. Do you want fun or no fun? Because in this room, we're fun. And if you're not going to be fun, you need to leave the room. You can come back whenever you make a powerful choice to be a human being who can't be fun. Okay. All right. Enough Danny Silk. Okay. Praise. And then we're going to pray. Psalm 113.3. From the rising of the sun, the setting of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Honestly, I would probably do an episode where I just speak this again and again and again and again to you. And I want you to just like, maybe just, maybe just keep hitting repeat on this one part of the episode. (laughs) I, I, this is a, a lovely meditation verse for me from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Like it just brings, it brings an emotion to the service for me that helps me lock in with him. Psalm 105, 1-2. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. And let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. There it is again. Psalm 63, 3-4. Because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name, I will lift up my hands. Thank you, Jesus. You know what I think I'm going to do? We're already going to be at almost half an hour in this episode, so I'm going to do a second episode that is actually going to be this prayer. So I think that would be great because then if you ever feel like just praying this prayer I'm going to pray with me then you can go straight into episode 182. You can come back and listen to these scriptures. You can download the printable um, for episode 181, but you can just go straight to 182 and I'm going to make it simply just the prayer. I'm going to cut out. There's not going to be an intro. There's not going to be an outro. I'm not going to talk. I'm simply going to pray these scriptures and that way anytime you need some guidance for prayer. You need some help. You need, I don't know, there's just sometimes it's nice to have somebody else giving you a template and a framework for how to pray for yourself and what's on your plate, especially in those hard seasons. So 
that's what I feel to do at this moment. So I'm going to sign off now, but then you can immediately go over to episode 182 and go straight into the prayer if these scriptures have spoken to you and you want to integrate them into your day. So bless you, friend. All things are possible because you love God and he loves you and I'm with you. I hope that you loved this episode and you feel challenged, inspired, and encouraged. If you're a coach or you want to be one, jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group so we can connect over there. And to work with me, grab the links in the show notes to get quick clarity about your calling as a coach and entrepreneur, as well as how to get trained as a coach with Sterling and Stone and start your own business. Bless you, friend.